The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, Dublin Port has a plan, and the project is to build Ireland's largest container terminal in front of the ESP's power station in Poolbeg. There'll be a new 190-metre bridge with a lifting section over the River Liffey. And the plan aims to double capacity at the port to 77 million tonnes by the year 2040. Now, one person who sees the plan as a missed opportunity for housing is Green Party for Dublin, MEP Kieran Cuff. Uh, Kieran, good morning. Uh, Kieran Cuff, are you there? Pat, I am. Very good. Now, uh, this plan, which was launched with a bit of a fanfare by Dublin Port, is very ambitious to expand the capacity for container traffic. What do you say to that? Well, uh, look, I think Dublin Port uh, has worked very well over the years, and it is the biggest port uh, on the island. Uh, But I think we have to recognise that Dublin City has other needs uh, other than purely facilitating transport uh, to and from uh, Ireland. And I think it would be reasonable to put housing, uh, to build homes on some of Dublin Port's lands. Uh, And certainly I I know that my colleague Eamon Ryan has mentioned this, uh, but I think even if we took some of the lands on the uh, south bank of the River Liffey, uh, or close to Dublin City on the North Bank, I certainly think we could facilitate a lot of the homes. We could build a lot of the homes that Dublin needs. Yeah. Now, the glass bottle site in that particular area has been empty for ages. There was supposed to be planning, and then the waste heat that came from the waste-to-energy plant, um, the incinerator, so-called, would be used to warm those homes. Can't see anything been built there yet at the moment. Don't know what's happening, but it's been behind hoardings forever. I know, and there's a sense of frustration from from all of us about that. But I I do think it's moving on, uh, and the plans for district heating are advancing, albeit at a snail's pace. But actually, in fairness to Dublin City, they have built a lot of the pipes, or they've got developers to build a lot of the pipes uh, on the North Keys that will take the residual heat from the waste-to-energy plant, from the Rings End incinerator. So that energy is available to the Docklands to heat uh, homes uh, or indeed offices. Can you clarify that to me? Are you saying that some of the office blocks we see on Dublin's Quays have pipes running under them that could be connected to either the ESB waste heat or the incinerator waste heat? Absolutely. So why is it not uh, done? Because really the, the waste heat uh, is going into the bay at the moment. Uh, and in fact, there's a lot of fish activity around the outfall from the ESB. We did a program from down there. So I know the the river is rather warmer at that point, And some of the fish seem to like it, love it, in fact. Um, uh, some do, but actually excessive waste heat can be a problem for some marine species. In fairness, some of that waste heat has been used for the generation of electricity. But it would be more efficient to have a district heating scheme, as we have in many cities uh, around Europe, and indeed as South Dublin Council uh, have managed to achieve in Tala. Okay. But, but you're telling me you, you're telling me that the pipes are there, and I know the waste heat is there. <laughs> Why are they not joining up both? It's, uh, as you know, Pat, delivery of infrastru- infrastructure can be a little bit of a challenge in the Irish context. But we need to ensure that the energy plants, that the the incinerator actually 
joins up those pipes to provide the waste heat. And my understanding is that this requires primary legislation. In other words, it requires new laws from the Eructus, and those are being advanced, but not at fast enough a pace. All right, back to the port then. Um, You feel that the port should not expand. I mean, are you saying we should reduce our exports and imports or should we locate the port somewhere else? I think we should ensure that our climate action plan and the plans for Dublin Port are aligned. And I think all too often we have separate conversations about the need to tackle climate change and then we talk about the the great news that aviation is expanding or the port is expanding. And I think we need a reality check. We need to reduce our greenhouse gas emissions. And I don't see how the significant expansion of Dublin Port is aligned to our climate action plan. I don't think we can square the circle on that, Pat. But Mm. even if we are allowing port expansion, surely we should look at the other ports along the East Coast rather than shoehorning in more activity into Dublin Port. I mean, there is a track record here. Dublin Port over the years have constantly tried to reclaim more land to allow further expansion. And I just think they should make better use of the lands they already have. And one thing I've noticed is that a lot of Dublin Port lands are used for oil storage and uh, petrol and oil-related activities. As we move away from fossil fuels, that surely will free up some lands in the port that could be used for yeah. the port activity. That, that, that is kind of, the, that's a bit long term. You know, you're not going to get that land anytime soon. But Harry Crosby suggested that pipelines should be run to Dublin Airport where a lot of the aviation fuel is required and other fuels could be stored at that kind of location, thus freeing up that tank farm, which is in the docks. Harry Crosby also suggested that containers get brought into Dublin Port and then put on trains immediately to go to some marshalling yard in the Midlands, which would allow for more efficient distribution. That's Harry, and he knows his onions. I'm with Harry on this one. I, I think an aviation pipeline would be probably a hundred times safer than bringing this aviation fuel uh, by road. And and that's the international evidence on that. There was a planning application a few years ago. Uh, I think it went to board Planola. I don't know what the final decision was on that path, but pipelines are are several orders of magnitude safer than uh, bringing this uh, fuel uh, by road. So, The inland port, I I know Dublin Port have lands outside of Dublin, uh, and I certainly think Harry's suggestion that not only we build pipelines, but that we would also ship some of the containers out by rail is a good thing. But the problem is that the last trains in and out of Dublin Port ceased just a few years ago, and there seems to be a move away from using rail, which is one of the most sustainable modes of transport, which I think Dublin Port needs to rethink. Yeah, I'm not sure on the south side of the river where the rail, the nearest rail is. I mean, obviously, there's the Dart track, which is not a million miles from that, but that might not be suitable for uh, busy container traffic. On the north side of the Liffey, the tracks are still there? They they absolutely are. And it's within the last few years that the last train uh, went down those tracks. But I mean, around Europe, we are seeing a re-evaluation of rail and there's certainly an understanding that getting goods off roads and onto rail, it reduces the amount of road traffic and it um, reduces the greenhouse gas impact. And I think there was a recent 
survey showing that if Dublin Port go ahead with their expansion plans, it will lead to further congestion on the M50, which is really under pressure at the moment, mm. as as you and I know. Yeah, but um, I suppose Dublin Port, they look to their own expansion to do, you know, you know the best business they can. But it, it strikes me that trying to limit imports and exports because, you know, our electric cars are coming from China, our solar panels are coming from China, our tellies are coming from China um, and places around at that particular Asiatic re- region. And we're trying to flog them, our beef and butter. So, I and think our babies. We, we have to work within the constraints uh, that are there from our, uh, from our carbon plans. Uh, and I think unlimited expansion, whether it be of Dublin Port or of aviation or of any sector, is simply not consistent with protecting the natural world. I mean, you see this morning there's a uh, research out from Queen's University in Belfast saying that half of the animal species on the planet are in decline. And there is a link between the expansion and the growth that we're seeing around the world uh, and the decline in animal species. And we simply have to have joined up thinking. And I think Dublin Port has to ensure that its plans are aligned with our climate action plans. And I think also aligned with the political reality that we're in a housing crisis in Ireland and particularly in Dublin. And the provision of housing on Dublin port lands or on some of those lands, perhaps the south port, perhaps some of the north port, certainly it seems to me that it would be consistent. We leave it there. But I think... Kieran, thank you very much for joining us. Kieran Cuff, who's a Green Party MEP for Dublin. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.